Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 79. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. There's a great quote by Henry Ford that says, improved productivity means less human sweat, not more. And today's episode is going to break down for you where you may be running yourself into the ground being busy, but not necessarily productive. Let's get started. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am so excited to be back here with you today for another Ask Kelly episode. My client Kim recently asked me, how do you define the difference between busy and productive? And so today's episode is all about breaking that down for you and maybe helping you uncover some ways that you're keeping yourself busy in your business, but not necessarily productive. Two very different things. And I'm hoping that by the time we finish today's episode that everybody is super crystal clear on that and has a set list of follow-up action items to help them break out of busy and become more productive. But before we get started, I have a couple exciting things that I want to share. You guys know that ratings and reviews make such a huge difference for us on this show and really support our iTunes ranking. And so one of the things that I'm going to start doing every now and then is shouting out some of the people that take the time to leave a heartfelt review for the show. It really means so much to me. So Elisa Gass, I want to thank you so much for the rating and review that you left this week. I really appreciate your kind words about the the content and what you're getting out of the show. So thank you. And I want to encourage everyone listening, if you haven't taken a moment and done so yet, I would be so grateful if you would take a quick minute to rate and review Unstoppable Success Radio. One other key thing, we're talking about busy versus productive today. And so I would be remiss if I didn't mention the entrepreneur blueprint. It's the zero to 100K simple system to help you to break out of busy and get productive fast. It's going to teach you how to sell to local companies, how to close multi-thousand dollar deals and stop spinning your wheels running a thousand miles an hour in 50 different directions, not really making any real progress on your business. So if you're interested in learning how you can close just a handful of high dollar premier clients and get quickly to the 100k mark in your business versus needing thousands upon thousands of people um, being on social media 24 hours a day and running yourself crazy in the online marketing maze, I want you to visit kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash blueprint for the zero to 100k entrepreneur blueprint. It is absolutely 100% free and it's going to take you through a four-part video training series to teach you everything you need to know to get started on this process. So if you are someone that's working a side hustle or you're someone that's been working full-time in your business but maybe struggling struggling to get profitable or to get to the next level, this is something that you seriously want to consider. All you have to do is go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash blueprint and you can get access immediately to video number one of the four-part series absolutely for free. 
Now let's get on with the show. So we're talking about the difference between busy, busy and productive. And I've read a lot of studies and I think it's super interesting that you know, most people on average put in two to three hours of real tangible work during their workday. Now, I think the average person can say that they work for eight to 10 hours a day, um, especially in our culture, maybe many, many more than that uh, at times. But the bottom line here is that of what is actually productive, it's about, you know, two hours a day, right? And so for most of us, we could reduce our workday by six plus hours if we just got focused on the key things that were actually relevant to our core objectives and our core results as business owners, as employees, as executive leaders. So, you know, what I want to help you to do today is is really kind of shine some light on a couple different areas. You know, one is the distinction between busy and productive. Um, The other is kind of the disguise that many activities can show up in um, that maybe seem to be productive on the outside, but really just keep you busy and just over broke. Um, And then thirdly is kind of some action steps in terms of how you can analyze what you're doing in your business and how you can make sure that you realign what you're spending your time on so that you can get real tangible results. Now, why is this so important? This is so important because we are all so darn busy, right? Like we don't have time for one more thing in our lives. And I'll give a great example. So I have been really interested in getting started with doing more live streaming. I'm really excited to do um, more Facebook Live and Periscope. And the only thing that's been holding me back over the last couple of weeks is I don't want to put something new on my plate without eliminating something else. It's a commitment that I have in my business. If I'm going to add something new, I have to eliminate something else so that I'm not expanding my working hours. I'm just increasing the value of what I'm spending my time on. So I consider live streaming to be a very high value, high interaction um, level of content. I put that right up there, obviously, with creating a podcast for you guys. Um, So the value is certainly there. Um, The ability to make live sales, the ability to interact directly with you guys, um, it's all there. And so I've been spending the last two weeks literally trying to determine what I can get off of my plate to make space for this because I understand that it's critical that I get involved in this. I know that um, it's going to make a substan- you know, substantial difference to my bottom line. But you know, that's a rule that I live by. It's something that I teach you guys. And so I'm just kind of finalizing that plan. But it's forced me to take a really hard look at every single thing I'm spending time on and kind of measure them up against one another and say, okay, you know, where are we generating clients from? Um, what is actually growing our listenership? What's growing our email list? Where are we making the most sales? Um, where can we tie our, our new clients back to and, and really helping me to nail down um, what's going to be eliminated to make space for this. And that's how I want you guys to analyze every single decision that you make in your business. You know, measure up the different things that you're spending time on and ask yourself, you know, okay, is this going to um, add more value and produce more results than the things that I have already been doing? And how does this rank versus the other? other activities that I could be spending my time on at any given moment. 
So the more you get in the routine of evaluating everything that you add into your business um, against these criteria of, you know, if I'm adding something to my plate, I have to take something else off. And how does this new thing measure up in value and in bottom line result and tangible outcome versus the thing that I'm adding on? You're going to have a really strong mechanism for making sure that you focus on only the productive results producing activities in your business. And, you know, the other key thing I really want to point out here, guys, is that any activity can be uh, productive disguised as busy or vice versa. So for example, I'll give a, a very specific example here. Many business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders see the time that they spend training their team and the amount of time that it takes to get someone productive and up and running in their business as being busy work and that they could more easily do it themselves and they would more quickly get a better result and this, that, and the other. And and many times, you know, I actually just recorded an episode for you guys on on how to be more productive leaders and managers because I see so many really pivotal mistakes being made there. But what I'll share here is that that is something that's busy, you know, that's productive disguised as busy. And what I mean by that is one of the most important things you will ever do as a leader and as a business owner is train your staff. Like there's nothing more important than you empowering other people to be able to grow your business for you because there's such a, a strong limitation on how far you can go and what you can do alone. So if you were to rank that, that would be all the way at the top of the list in terms of how important is that, how valuable is that, and what's the result you're going to get in the bottom line because of that. Now, for many people, this is, uh, you know, productive disguised as busy because in the moment you're thinking to yourself, this is so inefficient. This is taking so much time. It would be faster and easier for me to do this myself. But the truth is, is that it's a, it's a short-term investment with long-term value. And that's another criteria that you have to use when you're trying to make that distinction between busy and productive. You know, it's one step backwards in order to make a big leap forward. And that's why it's so important to have, you know, short-term decisions with long-term impact that you're making every day in your business because without that, you won't make the right choices. You know, you'll focus on the things that seem productive in that moment um, but aren't necessarily productive for the long-term, which would be in this example, you just doing the work yourself because it takes longer and it's more frustrating, it's more time-consuming to really focus on training someone the right way. Now, on the flip side, there's also some efficiencies and some things that you can do that could keep you busy um, that would, you know, make you more productive as it relates to training your staff. So for example, if you are trying to train someone on your team on something that you're not the best at and that you're not really the master of, it's going to be inefficient for you. It's going to be inefficient for your team member. It's going to be frustrating for you. It's probably going to be frustrating for your team member. So the way that you can address that is get some outside mentorship. If you work for a company from maybe another team or division or individual on the team, or if you have your own business, you want might want to hire some outside consultancy. You might want to get an expert. Um, I just hired someone to do a bunch of tech training with my team because that's not my area of expertise. If I tried to teach that to my team, that would certainly be busy but not you know productive, right? But those couple hours that they spent with an outside expert doing tech training were extremely productive. Um, 
um, they, you know, it cost me, you know, $500 an hour to do, but you know what, um, on the flip side, am I in the overall big picture of my business going to get substantially more value out of that training that they did, um, than the cost of, of what I paid for it? Absolutely. Without a doubt. So, you know, that's kind of an example of where something that's very productive in the long run may be seeming unproductive in the moment. And so, you know, the way I kind of make the distinction between busy and productive is busy is a tactical task that has to get done. Productive leads to one of your top three to five results. I want you to write that down. Productive leads to one of your top three to five results. So what I want you to do now is maybe you're driving, maybe you're walking the dog, folding the laundry, whatever it is. So you can always um, pause the episode and come back later or you know, you can listen to this a second time. I've heard from a lot of you guys that you do that. Um, you know, Productive leads to one of the top three to five results in your business. So there's only ever going to be three to five key outcomes, key performance indicators, key results that really, really matter in your business. And your job as a leader, a business owner, an entrepreneur is number one, to know what they are. Number two, to ruthlessly track and measure everything that you do and how it's impacting them. And then to innovate and to work constantly to overcome busy and get focused on productive activities that are going to directly or indirectly impact that over the long-term growth of your business. So let's let's kind of talk about that a little bit further. The top three to five results. So that would be a new client. That could be an upsell. That could be a reactivation. It could be a new subscriber. It could be a new raving fan. It could be a new key partnership. Um, it could be, um, you know, an increase in your opt-ins to your list, right? So, you know, you need to know what those top three to five outcomes are. Um, if you close clients by getting scheduled meetings and that's the top way that you close clients, well then that would be in your top three to five would be scheduled meetings with prospects. So, you know, it, there there needs to be a direct line from this activity is going to impact one of these top three to five results. So your takeaway here is I want you to identify what are the top three to five results in your business, the top three to five outcomes that are going to get you from where you are to where you want to be that are the most important things um, that you want to see happening in your business every week. So start by identifying them. Once you're really, really clear on them, you can ask yourself with every activity that you're doing, is there a direct line from what you're doing to one of the top three to five results that you're aspiring to get? So tying it back to the example earlier, you might say, well, okay, how does, you know, training the team directly impact, you know, getting new clients? Well, because the team is setting up lead pages and our conversion rate on the lead page is going to determine whether people opt in for a webinar or a video training series or um, a ebook that we're advertising, which is then going to put them in the funnel for um, our sales and then ultimately lead to new client growth. So you know, it's you have to have a long range vision for your business and you have to be able to connect the dots of what you're doing. Now, on the flip side, activities can seem very productive and they can be keeping you busy. 
I'll give another specific example here. For probably three years, um, I was doing new blog posts for my website and I was paying a virtual support company and I was paying internal staff um, to, I spent you know, probably thousands of dollars on on pictures to download um, to, you know, create a really nice visual presentation. And you know what? I never got one single client from a blog post, right? I never got a single client from a blog post. So, you know, that was never truly um, a a productive activity. Now, yes, I use those articles to market my business and for the newsletter and stuff like that. So from that realm, yes, that was was somewhat productive. But when I switched over um, and decided that I was going to shift into more video marketing and audio marketing and the podcast and webinars, you know, obviously that was a huge swing into making direct sales very consistently similar to Facebook advertising and the work that we do on LinkedIn and Twitter and all of that. So, you know, there there wasn't a direct line there. So do I sit around and write blog posts anymore for my business? Absolutely not because there is no direct line. Now, you know, there's a lot of content that I put out every single week, three podcast episodes being part of that content. So we repurpose those podcast episodes that are generating new clients for us, that are generating new subscribers to the list, that are generating uh, new raving fans, that are impacting all of the top three to five core components that we look at as results outcomes in my business, I'll spend time on those instead. And then those things can be repurposed into blog posts that we're keeping our blog active and there's always new and different information there for people. And if people would rather read it versus listen to it, they can do that. But am I going to use my core productive time to write blog posts? Absolutely not because there's no direct correlation between that. And I'm giving that example in my business because, you know, I think for many of us and probably for a lot of you guys listening, you can relate to this. You may be doing a lot of things in your business that you have been told are the right things to do or that you think are the right things to do or that look and feel and seem like the right things to do, but they're not producing any results, right? And so you have to ask yourself, like, is it time to be okay not doing some of the things that you've been doing for a while that are not producing results for you. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You don't have to do all the things that you're told that you're supposed to be doing. If they're not working for you and they're not producing tangible outcomes and specific results consistently, why are you doing them? The only reason to be doing them is if they're creating tangible outcomes and specific results that you can track you know, to your bank account. Write that down. So the only reason to be doing any activity in your business is if you can track a direct line from that activity to your bank account. I really want that to be a core takeaway from uh, today's episode. So you have to ask yourself, is there a direct line from what you're doing to your bank account? And then you have to ask yourself, you know, is is what you're doing at this time in this way going to be busy or productive work? You know, so... A video, for example, can a video be both busy and productive? Yes, because if a video is done and there's no call to action or if it's not repurposed in a bunch of different places or if you don't do anything to effectively share it and promote it, um, if it's too long and no one watches it or if you don't have quality audio or quality lighting, is that video going to produce a tangible outcome for your business? Probably not. 
Whereas is a really powerful video with a call to action, with great audio, great lighting um, that you promote the heck out of, that you link back to one of your free offers and you use to get people on your list or you use to sell into one of your programs, is that going to be productive? Absolutely. And so, you know, your job as a business owner is to be ruthless in evaluating everything that you're doing and asking yourself, is this busy in its current form or is this productive? And if you are following something that you know is a productive activity, but it's not productive for you, then your goal walking away from today's episode is to commit to doing whatever it takes to make it productive. Because you have a choice. You need to either make it productive by evaluating what you're doing and and kind of reshaping the focus of how you're managing it and, and its effectiveness or get rid of it. You know, because right now, whether or not that concept is something that, it, you know, has, has proof of concept in the market for other people, if it's not working for you, there's a reason. So either you need to get it working for you or you need to let it go. Um, we talk so, so much on these episodes about what you need to be outsourcing, what you need to be delegating. And I give you the whole full-blown list in the Automation Secrets Report. I've talked about that a ton on these episodes. If you haven't gotten it yet, just do yourself a favor. Go to automation-secrets.com automation-secrets.com or you can text in all one word no spaces automate report to 44222 automate report to 44222 and that's going to list out the top 35 things to automate and delegate and get off your plate and you know get a virtual assistant working on for you or delegate to your team so that you can work in your genius zone and focus on those core things it's also going to give you the top five things that you want to go ahead and automate in your business and I know for some of you listening you're like ah I read the report I downloaded it but I didn't actually do anything with it go back you can opt in again you can get it a second time and and you can start the process all over again. So that's automation-secrets.com. So what we're talking about here, guys, is that any activity can be productive disguised as busy or busy disguised as productive. Some of the things that you're doing in your business right now may be keeping you busy but just over broke, even though they're the right things to be doing. And so I just gave a very specific example with video. Um, Here's another example. I see this all the time. Entrepreneurs and small business owners spending painstaking hours, weeks, months developing products and programs. And this seems to be productive, right? It's like, okay, I'm in business. Of course, I need to create products and services to sell to people. I need something to sell. But the truth is, guys, if you don't have anyone to sell it to, you're going to be up a creek without a paddle. So what would be more productive would be you learning Facebook advertising. What would be more productive would be you building your audience. What would be more productive would be you engaging with people in your target market. Because if you're spending hours and weeks and months putting together products and programs but not building an audience and you have no platform to sell it to, is it in fact productive that you're creating these products or services? Yes or no? No, because you're going to do a launch and no one is going to buy and it's going to cost you money and it's going to put you not only back to break even, but it's actually going to put you in the red. 
So that's what I mean when I say that things that seem on the outside to be productive can oftentimes be simply keeping you busy. And so this is where the rub comes in because many times the things that you want to spend your time on that are more fun to work on, that are more exciting and sexy to work on are not the things that are going to put you in line with those top three to five outcomes and results for your business. So I really want to make sure that, um, number one, you're, you're clear by the end of this episode on what your top three to five outcomes and results are that everything in your business should tie back to. Number two, I want to make sure you're using all the strategies in the Automation Secrets report. And if you haven't gotten that yet, go to automation-secrets.com and download that report and start with the Automate, Delegate, Outsource, Delete process that I teach you on Unstoppable Success Radio. So that's number two. Number three, I want you to go through the things that you feel that you're doing in your business that are productive. And I want you to trace, are you seeing a direct correlation from that activity to your bank account? If yes, excellent. How can you refine it? How can you make it even better? How can you expand and replicate it? If no, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Are you going to refine it? Are you going to innovate? Are you going to work with a mentor? Are you going to get a coach? Are you going to buy a course or a program? How are you going to take that thing that you're spending your precious time on and make it productive so that you can warrant continuing to do it? If you're really committed to that concept and you love it and you're passionate about it, then I highly recommend that you go out and figure out how to make it productive. If it's not something that you enjoy and it's not something that you're passionate about or love, maybe a different strategy would be more productive for you. For example, I talked on this episode about blogging and how my blog just simply was not productive for me. It was not making me money. It was not closing clients. And you know what? I didn't love it. I didn't enjoy doing it. I'm not a writer. I don't really particularly love writing. I like engaging with people. That's why I'm a coach. That's why I'm a speaker, a trainer, um, because I like engaging with people. So it makes sense that from day one, we started, you know, closing clients on the podcast and closing clients on webinars and that that's where the realm of the business is going because that's what's in line with my strengths and my personality. You have to find what's what's in line with your strengths and your personality. Don't keep doing things just because you've been doing them. If it's not working and it's not putting money in your bank account and you're not passionate about it, stop doing it. But if it's something that you're truly committed to, you have to bring it full circle. You have to take the next steps to close the gap, to figure out what the knowledge gap is, the strategy gap. What do you need to do differently to take it from keeping you busy to making you productive? And then thirdly, I want you to know how to evaluate the activities that you're doing in your business that may seem productive but are not producing results currently and decide what you need to do with them. Um, You want to really revisit what you're doing consistently in your business and, you know, you want to look at the things that – you know, can and should be good, but are simply keeping you busy and, and, and are not effective currently and how you can make them effective. Um, you also want to make sure that you're selecting activities that match the stage of business that you're in. And this is a whole nother episode, so I'm not going to get into this deeply here. But what I'll say is it's really important that you're matching your activity and your focus with the stage of business that you're in. Meaning, 
If you are in the stage of business where cash flow is still your critical kind of focal point, you need money coming in, um, then, you know, sales should be your primary focus. You know, direct engagement, you know, pick up the phone, send an email, go out to events, engage with prospects in your market. That has to be your primary focus. And platform building would be your secondary focus. Whereas if you have the cash flow taken care of and you have enough coming in to pay the bills, you have enough coming in to sustain your business and to invest in getting help and advertising, then really your focus should be on activities that align with platform building and marketing. And sales become secondary because you can focus on generating more sales through the platform than you can through the direct one-to-one interaction. Hopefully that's making sense for everybody. So I want you to revisit what you're doing that has proof of concept. I want you to either fix it or quit it. Um, If you're passionate about, fix it. If you're not, revisit that and see if there's something else even more valuable that you can replace it with. Narrow your focus to take time to upgrade and get the core working the right way and niche in and model people that are succeeding with that strategy. I want you to know the core results that you're working towards. I want you to assess the changes that need to be made to make those core results um, even better, even more profitable. You want to see a direct correlation between them and your bank account. You want to match the stage of business that you're in. If you're in the cash flow stage, you should be doing one-to-one outreach. If you're in the, the scale stage, you should be building platform and focusing on more leveraged activities. Narrow your focus, get rid of everything below your pay grade. Again, you can go to automation-secrets.com or text the word automate report to 44222 to get your copy of the guide. And if you if you feel like you can't afford to get help in your business, you can't afford to invest in advertising, I want you to really, really listen to this episode again because there's something missing. There's something missing because with the internet today, we all have an endless opportunity to build incredibly profitable, lucrative businesses, even if you only have a few hours a day. And so it's up to you to learn and close the knowledge gap between what is, you know, happening in your business that there is proof of concept in that other people are making money with and figure out what you need to do to go out and make money with that concept. So I hope that today was helpful for everyone. I know we've covered a lot about automation and delegation in in many previous episodes. And if you're new to Unstoppable Success Radio, please scroll through all the back episodes because we've talked a lot about this. And I really want to make sure that you have that baseline to apply and combine with what we covered here today. But the bottom line here, guys, is that, you know, busy will keep you broke productive makes you money. And so if you assess every single thing in your business, you know, against those criteria, and you're really crystal clear on what's going to get you from where you are to where you want to be, you're going to get yourself okay with releasing many of the things that are no longer serving you or that are not making you money. Um, So one more time before we wrap up today, I want to invite everyone to take advantage of the zero to 100k entrepreneur blueprint. That's my new four part training series. It's absolutely free and you can get your hands on that by going to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash blueprint. So thank you so much to everyone for being with me here today. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. 
Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.